in five, four, three, two, one. There's one set for stun. Three guys sitting in a dark room that smells like bad cucumbers. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Inconceivable! Now featuring 11, 11 listeners. This is really Give me 25. This is the unique peak. And so sorry, guys. It's just Lee again, so you don't get that big long and mostly because I do not have the volume and or lung capacity that John does. Uh, This is Lee again. We're going to be talking with Olivia. Hi, Olivia. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Olivia is with the Dragon Con Awards, and we're going to be there. But everybody send positive, positive thoughts. John is a bit under the weather, but he's going to be fine. He just, he, he's, don't tell anybody, but he's old. He's old, and it's easy to get sick when you're old. But, you know, we, we won't talk about that. Yeah, that'll that'll be public. a secret just between yeah, us. Yeah, that's just a secret between us. Mm-hmm. So, Olivia, mm-hmm. what in the world are the Dragon Con Awards? So, back in 2016, mm-hmm. for the Dragon Con 30th anniversary, they launched the Dragon Awards. And what it is, they're mostly... We wanted something a little bit different. We wanted a way for it to be a strictly fan-run award. They're for fans, Mm. by fans. They're fan-nominated, fan-voted. It's all fan-based. So there's no requirement at all in order to vote or nominate. You don't need a badge. You don't need to pay a price. You don't need anything. You just go and nominate because you're, again, a fan of a project. There's 15 different categories to nominate in. Really? Yeah, there is like best fantasy novel, there's books, there's um, comic books, TV shows, movies, a lot of really great categories. Over the past five years, I think we've had about 450 different names and titles on the ballots. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So it's, again, 15, 16 winners every year. Um, but it's become this list that people turn to for what to read, what to watch, what to play. Mm-hmm. And we really love telling people about them. <laughs> well, and so you said you started in 16. So this will be the fifth year. Did yes, I do that the, math right? The fifth yeah. anniversary. Yep. We're really excited about it. Well, that is great. And folks, um, I am actually on the page right now. Uh, and it is Dragon. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It is Awards dot dragoncon.org and this is the dragon award so don't use the right name because i think i just called it dragon con award and that's wrong so it's no you're fine you're absolutely fine it's every sort of name we know everybody likes to call it since it's so associated so closely with dragon con whatever you want to call it we don't mind awesome well now okay so people have to register to vote and they you do. said it was free and you don't have to be a member. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that? So on the awards.dragoncon.org, there is a tab that says register to vote and you'll put in your information and you'll be able to register to vote up until Friday before the convention. And now Ooh. our convention is virtual this year. Mm. So the last day to register to vote is the 4th. 
on the fifth, if you've registered on the fourth, on the fifth is the last day to vote. So we take votes up until midnight on the fifth, just to give everyone the most time in order to get that ballot, to really think about it. But my absolute favorite part about this ballot is you don't have to vote in every single category. Like oh. if you are not a gamer or if you're not a movie watcher, if you just really know science fiction novels and young mm -hmm. adult novels, like the back of your hand, you only have to vote in those. You don't have to fill out the entire ballot. So it's really making it inclusive to everyone, but also allows people to not just fill it with whatever they think they should. Like go down the list and be like, this one sounds okay. Let me throw it in there. It's a genuine, people are passionate about these particular titles. That's why they're voting on them. Well, that is very cool. And I'm actually going to say now I'm already looking down them as I go because I'm not a huge, I don't keep up with comics or graphic novels during the year like mm -hmm. just because it came out in 2020 I might be reading it in 2023 that's it's just not always the good thing but the best science fiction or fantasy tv series I have seen each and every one it's such a great list isn't it it's so hard I saw that that list I, and I yeah. don't know what would get my vote I I think that is what's pausing me from voting in that particular category yes. because I can't decide well, and just for people who aren't just sitting here doing this and being able to look at it, Altered Carbon, Lost in Space, Star Trek Picard, The Expanse, The Mandalorian, The Witcher, and the HBO Watchmen. So, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. I That's mean, that tough. is that is very tough. And, oh, my goodness, goodness, goodness. That would be kind of... Oh, I don't, I don't know that I can't. You're exactly right. I don't know what I'm going to do in that. Right. Because <laughs> so if, I, if I remember correctly, and I absolutely could be speaking erroneously on this, mm -hmm. is I believe The Expanse has actually won in the past. And so that one is, you know, it, although it's a phenomenal show, I'm mm -hmm. saying like, it's got its Dragon Award. Maybe, maybe something else is, I'm leaning a little bit towards The Mandalorian. Mm. Well, you got to love The Mandalorian, but I also have to say, as somebody who is not a gamer or a comic book person, that The Witcher, to me, was absolutely amazing. Um, there was both laughter and tears and not sure what the heck was going on through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I loved Altered Carbon. I'm assuming this is the one, the season two Yes. With, uh, Anthony Mackie, which mm -hmm. was wow. And then Lost in Space. I love Lost in Space. I didn't think I would, but I really have. So. All of these, all of these. And Watchmen. Just, oh yeah, my goodness. All of these to me just strike a different note. It's all mm -hmm. different sorts of fandoms Very, that all yes. sort of come together. To me, this category, and I'm actually happy you pulled this category out of all the oh. others, oh, is goody. kind of, to me, the perfect representation of the Dragon Con fans. It At is. least in my opinion, because it shows so many different fandoms in one category alone. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what Dragon Con is made of, is so many different people, so many different fandoms all coming together. And I love it, especially with it being in a virtual capacity this year. Mm -hmm. Any sort of way to bring all these different things together, I'm all for. Well, and it also, again, uh, and I will say Star Trek Picard, I, yeah, um, that's the reason we started paying for CBS All Access. Oh, really? Picard. Yes, we just, we just, yeah, I buckled. I was like, it, 
it's Patrick Stewart. Of course, I'm going to buckle. Mm-hmm. You got me. You got me, CBS All Access. But um, what's really interesting is it again shows how much of a golden era we are in in science fiction and fantasy TV. Oh, absolutely. Not even only that. It's, it's no, well, if no, you yeah. look at the science fiction fantasy, science fiction novel category, mm-hmm. there is actually one more in this category than we've ever had in years past. So instead oh. of there being 91 um, names on the ballot right now, mm-hmm. there's 92 this year because there's one more in the best science fiction novel. Mm. It's such an insane array of of works as well. Like you have Margaret Atwood, who is most known for Handmaid's Tale, I believe. You have Gideon the Ninth, which is a very I mean, just whirlwind of a story. All of mm-hmm. these different books are, and John Scalzi, who happens to yes. be the literary guest of honor this year. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> so you have every different story told from every different angle. It's just an all-encompassing category that I love so much. Well, and I love looking also at best young adult middle grade novel because I have a 12-year-old niece mm. and Aunt Lee has absolutely no problem giving books no matter if I'm just coming by for a weekend oh absolutely so yeah I'm just like oh okay though all of these I'll figure out what age groups and yay Mm -hmm. we'll do it I mean that's just kind of oh this is awesome 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 and then so you've got the awards back you got the ballot on here and then the 16 17 18 and 19 recipients folks they are on here as well so. Yes. Uh, yeah. 16, 17, 18th and 19th, all the mm-hmm. recipients from the past years. And we've actually did a campaign on our Facebook page. If you look at the DragonCon official Facebook page, we made um, sort of like an easy, easy to digest list of all of the winners of the past years, because we know oh, hey. people are stuck inside. Mm-hmm. And right now people are consuming media more than ever. Oh, like yes. I am tearing through books and shows and movies. Mm-hmm. So we made a couple graphics on our Facebook page that are the, all of the winners from each category so people can add them to their list really easily. I love it. It's so easy to share with friends. I've, I think I've shared it a million times already. Um, but I think it's a fantastic way to go through and go, I li- really like all these fantasy novels. What are the winners? I really like horror novels. What are all these winners? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I am going to say best science fiction and fantasy movie. There is one on here I haven't heard of, which is Fast Color by Julia Hart. I was in the same position you were. And so I guess I get to go and look that one up and see if I can do it on demand because there are no such things as theaters unless you're going to a drive-thru right now. I I believe it is on Hulu. Oh, goody. Goody goody to know. As I write that down fast. I was like, not not to plug Hulu right now. Well, I already, we've already plugged, let's see, we got Disney Plus, Netflix, HBO, Amazon Prime, <laughs> uh, CBS All Access, as we say, and Netflix. Right. So, you know, I don't, I mean, there's not a Hulu on here, but sorry, Hulu, but you got other things. So people will go and see Fast Color by Julia Hart. So that'll be great. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of amazing. And it does, folks. It has everything. Oh, I mean, I, oh, no, I, I might need to hide this from my husband. Oh, no. Because, why? Well, because you have best science fiction and fantasy board game. Mm-hmm. And we already have a room of board games. No, oh, do you? We don't need any more games. 
I was, now, I was thrilled for that because the one, the winner for 2018, and I believe the winner for 2017 were both Betrayal Legacy, mm. which is one of my favorite games. So it was the different expansions for Betrayal Legacy. So that category also has a special place in my heart too. Yeah. I think we already own Tapestry, which is one of them listed here, mm-hmm. but yes. And, and we're in two different rooms right now as I'm recording this. And uh, as I say that, you know, that I will say that there are enough games in this house to which he will say, and there's enough Star Wars stuff or X-Files stuff <laughs> in this house. And I'm like, well, now that's just wrong. It's, it's balance, I guess. It's just, it's that, yeah, okay. So, yes, <laughs> and I, I do also find it very funny. Um, and you said you liked gaming as well. So all of a sudden, he'll pull out a game. And I'm like, I didn't know you had that. When did when did we get that one? And he's like, um, it was on Kickstarter. And I'm like, okay. It just shows up. It just shows up. And then and then he'll say something like, and look at this bag. And I'm like, and that because he had these bags that you could carry around your board games in. Oh, okay. I think I know what and you're they, talking about. Yes. And all of a sudden I'm like, where did we get that? And he was like, uh, it was on, uh, I was like, oh, it was on Kickstarter. Uh-huh. And he said, and you know, what's really amazing is that I got two for only 20 bucks more. I'm like, oh my, I do not want to hear anymore. It's about the value. That's exactly it. Don't, I saved money when I bought those. Yes. Those action figures we won't talk about how much you spent but yes no right (laughs) so yeah and so it's funny because about once every two or three months i'll say so what are we waiting on for kickstarter how many more have we got in the pike in in the pipe and he's like um and he'll start and i can watch him count on his fingers and then all of a sudden i'm like so four five (laughs) and he's like maybe seven i'm like oh i am just oh we are gonna kickstarter is that's that is the crack of fandom in a lot of ways it really is they have my number too when it comes to their facebook ads if ever i'm on facebook i get a lot of the kickstarter ads and every single time Mm -hmm. it catches me yeah you're like oh wow best media tie-in novel oh my goodness that's cool Mm mm-hmm Claudia, uh, Claudia Gray won, I believe, last year. Or that the year sounds before. right. Yeah, wasn't mm-hmm. it? It was Bloodlines last year, wasn't it? Or was that last year or the year Media before? Media tie-in novel was Thrawn from Timothy Zahn last year. Oh, okay. and The year before that was Claudia Gray for Leah, Princess of Alderaan. Oh, Leah, Princess of Alderaan. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Because, yeah, I've got both of them, that one and Bloodlines. Um, so, yay. Those are both good by them. Always, always, always good. Uh, Best horror novel was Sleeping Beauties by Stephen and Owen King. Mm -hmm. Very, very cool. Wait, did I see best horror novel on this year? You did. um, Number seven. Mm -hmm. Number seven. Okay, folks. See, you got a best alternate history novel, best media tie-in, best horror. Huh. Military science fiction and fantasy. Yeah. Military science fiction and fantasy. Best graphic novel. Uh console or pc game fantasy uh, i'm sorry fiction or fantasy mobile game y'all go look at this list because every year i'm kind of amazed and every year i do look at it and every year i still get surprised by what's on here because 
again, just like Dragon Con, and, and you just said it, Olivia, there's something for whatever you do. Mm-hmm. There is even a board game, I just saw it, that is for, uh, wait, 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 I want to read it exactly right. Where was it? Where was it? I think I it, know which one you're talking about. <laughs> I bet you do, because it was Power Rangers. <laughs> Heroes of the Grid. Yes, there we go. Mm-hmm. Ta-da! So, and my another thing I really enjoy about these awards is that nominations, the ability to nominate one of your favorite works opens in October and November. So if oh. you have an author or a game maker or um, somebody in media that you want to nominate, mm-hmm. that slate opens up and you can nominate again, like the ballot. You don't have to nominate in every single category if you just know you're really like, you know, games or, you know, movies. Mm-hmm you can just nominate in those areas. So I think it's really, really great to give it, it's not forcing you to pick names in different categories if you don't know them. Understood. Now I did want to ask, so Mm -hmm. for registration, as we said, you have to register to vote folks. But if you do that, do you have to, is if I registered last year, do I have to register again? I believe you do. Yes. I think um, so too. And I'm actually doing that as we're chatting. <laughs> make sure. And the cool thing about this, and I'll, I'll happily announce this is we're actually running a contest Ooh. or rather a, a sweepstakes. I will say it's one or the other. There's really no entry for it. So I don't know if I can call it a sweepstakes. Um, those who register and vote between now and the convention, which is mm-hmm. the fifth is the very last date that you actually can vote. The fourth is the last day you can register um, will be entered to win two pairs of memberships. So <gasps> one pair of membership for one winner. So for you or or a friend, or if you want to give them to a friend, um, like if you already have your membership for 2021, you can give Mm -hmm. these two memberships to a friend. Um, So yeah, we'll draw winners from all the people who voted. Well, and I also will let you all know, I don't know about, do I have to do it from last year to this year, but this year it actually has a little checky box that says check to be automatically renewed for future dragon award voting process. There we go. So I was not 100% aware of. So oh, thank that's you for okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. Cause I, you know, cause I'll all of a sudden be like, Oh yeah, I got it. I'm ready to go. I'll get on there on the third. And then all of a sudden it'll be like, Oh wait, what do you mean? Oh man. And yeah, to register and then figure. Oh, and something will always happen if you're trying to register towards the end. It always, mm-hmm. always happens. Well, the so, first the that. first round of ballots have already gone out. So mm-hmm. I say, if you have registered before, registered before this, check those inboxes. Make sure you check your spam folder just in case. We want to make sure your voice is heard and make sure everyone's voice is heard. Yes. So make sure you register to vote. If you don't see a ballot um, in your mailbox, even though you are registered, just check back in with the awards page or check back in with us and we'll be able to um, help you out get you get you to be able to vote excellent there you go very very cool um the other thing just to let everybody know this one too is that the great thing about this too and one of the things i love about it is i can also do a whole heck of a lot of christmas shopping with this oh my goodness yes as I said, the niece, but also I have a couple of family members who love any, I I have an older nephew, he's 21, about to be 22, which is really hard for me to believe, who loves military science fiction. Mm -hmm. So I've got a whole list here that can go for a part of his Christmas present, which is always great. And it's never, ever, ever too early to start kids on comic books and reading Absolutely. All of it. 
figure it out. You can do it because now maybe these aren't appropriate for all ages, which is very possible. But if you look at these and then you can figure out what maybe somebody else would like, you still got little ones. And then when you go to the comic book store and buy this one, ask them for a recommendation for the youngers. Right. They got them. And then if you have a recommendation and you really love it, nominate it for next year. There we go. See all of this. And stuff? even not for holiday shopping is I actually went through, I'm a science fiction novel and a fantasy novel kind of person. Mm-hmm. So I went through this list and ninth house ended up on my shopping list. Starless sea ended up on my shopping list. Like I was oh. going, Oh, I, I know I've heard of this before. Let me get this and let me get this. They ended up on my own must buy list. They did. Mm-hmm. Oh my. Oh my. It's it's troublesome. It's very much so where I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to just go through and digest this as fast as I can so I can move on to the next one. Move on to the next one. Move on to the next one. There mm-hmm. you go. Now, question. Um, so as we are in Dragon Congo's virtual this year, and mm-hmm. we already said Mr. Scalzi is our literary guest of honor, how are you going to be, how, is there going to be something that you guys do with him or with the award ceremony? Because usually... Those are the award ceremony goes on during the guest of honor banquet, as I remember, but maybe I'm wrong. So last year they were merged together. So the guest of honor, as well as the Julie and the Reinhardt were merged together. But this year it is just going to be the Dragon Awards. And that will be taking place on Sunday, the 6th. Um, The time I can get it if you give me like, I'm so sorry, I don't have that readily available. Um, but it is going to happen virtually and we will be able to go through all of these nominations and the winners for during that show. Well, and that sounds like something that is going to be on the feeds. Oh, it will. Absolutely. On the main track channel. Right. In -hmm. the DC TV, in the Dragon Con part where it says, don't you want to, you know, start watching those feeds? That's going to be in the main one so you can see it. Along with, there's a really big costume contest that goes on on Sunday as well. Who knows how they're going to do that, but they're going to be doing it. The masquerade, you mean? The masquerade, yes. Yeah, absolutely. So the Dragon Awards ceremony is happening at 5.30 p.m. on Sunday the 6th. 5.30 p.m. on Sunday, September 6th Mm -hmm. on the main feed, folks. The main channel. So look look for the purple channel. Look for the purple. Is that what it's called? Now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, good to know. I the main track one. channel is purple. The fan tracks channel is yellow, and then we have the classics TV channel, which is all the phenomenal Dragon Con hits from years past, and that's on the third channel. There you go. So that sounds awesome. So awesome. So now, Olivia, what are some things this uh, in a in a non virtual year? What are some of the things you try to do while you're at con? Oh, I am a big, I come from an art school background because I, outside of promoting the awards, I'm the graphic designer for Dragon Con. So I'm a big art nerd. And so I really love the art show. I really love the comics and pop artist alley. That is something that I think I frequent most of the time. I'll do a circle through and pick out Mm -hmm. things and come back many times over the weekend. Mm -hmm. My house is filled with basically art that I bought at Dragon Con. Yes. I, yes, I am there, right. We are there with you. Mm-hmm. Go with it. So that's really good. Um, are there, I mean, I think the thing is too, is people will say, so what do you do on Sunday of Dragon Con? I can promise you this Sunday of Dragon Con, she's going to be doing a lot. 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. Usually, any other time, you would be getting all the ballots. I mean, you'd get all the awards ready and everything mm-hmm. to be ready to pop them out there, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we take all the ballots, we take all the winners and mm-hmm. put them into nice, secure envelopes and mm-hmm. get the presentation ready for the awards ceremony and mm-hmm. um, the power. Olivia, are you still there? Olivia, you have, I cannot hear you. I hope you're there. There you go. Can you hear me? I think my internet dropped out. There you go. You're back. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry. My internet dropped out for a quick second. I'm so sorry. That happens. That happens. Don't worry. And that's the great thing about Zoom too mm-hmm. is that it's okay. We didn't go away. It just right. took, you know, go and take a big swallow of whatever drink while mm-hmm. you're listening to that or go back and rewind for the two minutes before the 20 seconds where I was like, Olivia, did I, oh, <laughs> did my internet go out or yours or did I hit something? Cause I'm and very, very worried about hitting. It's something. the weirdest thing. I mean, everybody is working from home now. So obviously mm-hmm. the internet is super bogged down. I have that. Yes. And as well as like a wireless dongle to try to keep it from dropping out. Never <laughs> works. Never works. Never works. Yeah. No. Well, it'll usually not go out but then the one time you don't want it to go out it can't wait right you know you know it just can't wait to do it that time so that is great well this is a lot of fun um okay so other questions because I probably should have started with this but I really wanted to get into the awards how did you become involved with Dragon Con both maybe as a member first or did you pop right on in here I started actually with the social media team back in 2014 as a volunteer. Mm -hmm. Um, I was with them for a few years when I was actually very fortunate for uh, the publications designer position within the company. I now work out of the office full time year round for the organization. Okay. As well as doing all the fancy program books, the quick start guides, any of the, the really cool banners, anything you see around the convention, I help promote the awards all year. And you made a really, really cool banner for Extract, and we loves it. Oh, I'm so glad you like it with the icons for the website. Our little icons, and we have a very, very cute yellow alien head, guys, and it's adorable. I love it. And then the street banners that happen downtown, the ones with the the cosplayers on them that sort Mm -hmm. of like light the beacons to announce that Dragon Con's coming. (laughs) Yes, yes, they do. (laughs) I love doing those every year. I go down there. I've I've been doing this for five years this November. And every year I go down there and I stand there and I look at those banners up in the streets of downtown Atlanta. And it's just a, a mind blowing experience to know that it's that close. Well, now and actually thinking about that, you probably did them this year. Is Atlanta going to put them up or do we? Not to my knowledge. I don't believe okay. they are, but then I'm not a hundred percent on Who that. Knows? Who knows? Because maybe they could just tell everybody it's going virtual. Who knows? It'll, be, mm-hmm. it'll work. It'll all be good. Yeah. Yeah. That I do. That's kind of when you know it's almost geek Christmas because mm-hmm. I'll be downtown and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm down there one week and then the next week I'm like, oh, the banners are up. The banners are up. Usually and I just get a... all excited. Yeah, usually we have a director's meeting kind of this late in August, Mm -hmm. right before the show. So the banners are up then and I can just stand downtown before the meeting and just like watch them, take photos of them. Yeah, they're just awesome. They are very awesome. Their own signal about when Dragon Con launches for them. What about you? What is a signal that Dragon Con is there and ready for you? Um, Oh, wow. Uh, Usually really 
when it's like, oh, all of a sudden of, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness is June 1st. Right. (laughs) Because that's usually about a month before our final four track director schedules are due. Mm -hmm. And that's the point where you're cleaning up the schedules and making sure people who said they'd be on a panel and they still will be and things like that. Mm -hmm. But it really, really hits me in January. Uh, at that first director's meeting. Right. Very few months after the show, you get a little bit of a breather and then January rolls around. Yes. And then all of a sudden you're like in January and you're like, it's not, oh no. Yeah. It's coming up fast, isn't it? It's January. It'll be in September. And see this year, especially. It flies by. It has, I don't know what day it is today. Time doesn't exist. Exactly. Exactly. We are living in a sci-fi novel. The way I always say it is, do you happen to watch um, The Good Place at all? Yes, I love The Good Place. Oh, so oh, I Jer- love that show. Jeremy Baramy is the way that I yes. reference it when I don't know what day it is. Is time is everything and nothing. This I is also July and sometimes never. Never. Mm-hmm. And that's my birthday. Is it? <laughs> no, I mean, oh, in the I, Jeremy oh, Baramy. Oh, I thought you meant that. <laughs> that's my birthday. And that's my birthday. Okay, so wait, you uh, did you sob as much as I did during oh The Good Place final? Episode. I can't. And then the, <sighs> I won't spoil it for anybody who has no. not seen it, but it's, it's just so wonderful. And I was speaking with a friend earlier today about how some of these shows like the good place and parks and rec and all mm-hmm. of these really nostalgic feel good shows are coming back in full force right now. Yeah. And it's really great to go back and watch them over and over again. Yes. Well, and I will say if you have not watched the good place, watch it. It's, absolutely. Uh, it is absolutely a joyous show. I did not start watching it until it was already in season two. I caught up very, very quickly. And every season I was like, can you please hurry up? Can you please hurry up? Can you please hurry up? Also it's a 30 minute show and there are no more than 13 episodes a year. So very easy to digest. You can digest this. It's nice blocks. And Every one of those characters you will fall in love with in a very I mean, different way. Let's face it. We could all use some feel good right now. We could all use some feel good. And I will say this um, not to get too deep, but I was having I was having a real problem in 2019 with my head and a little bit of mental health and other things that were going on. And that was my happy show. That was the show I could watch. And for 23 minutes or however long a 30 minute episode really is Mm -hmm. I was happy and that there are not many shows like that oh absolutely yeah and there are a lot of shows I love but that was just one that always just makes you happy I love the good place I cannot uh, I can't talk about my love enough and yeah sorry but that's not on my track unfortunately I tried to tried to say come on aren't like angels and the good place and all of that isn't that kind of paranormal and no it's demons that kind of stuff yeah and then all just you know if there's a good place there's a bad place and isn't yeah no they wouldn't go with that so with so with going back to the previous question with the con being virtual now has it sunk in for you yet is it that same sort of i'm ready for this i'm excited for it because you are doing a lot of work on your end. Yes, we are. Uh, I think I am. And it's kind of funny because it's not ready yet. But just like everything else, and you've heard some other directors or other people who have talked about it, which is 
no matter what, it's coming. So mm-hmm. you, you're not going to stop it. It's coming. Right. So there is that. And I like it. I mean, I think this year is going to be, it's going to show our creativity in a lot of ways. Maybe we, you know, I mean, it just, it's going to be really creative. It's going to be really interesting. It's going to see what works, what works best in virtual, what maybe doesn't work as well in virtual. I did one fandom panel yesterday on Mr. Robot with uh, three panelists, and it was great. Even though there wasn't an audience, they had questions ready, and they chatted about it, and it it felt a lot like a panel where in a track room, there wasn't the questions from the audience, which you miss, but from a, I'm, I'm the person uh, making sure it doesn't go over time or anything else. It felt a lot like it and it was great and it was fun to watch. Um, And it was really interesting to listen how, even when I was worried they were going to slow down for a second, they didn't. They were just like, okay, well, and now what about this? Which is where somebody else would have probably from the audience yelled, what about da, 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 da. And Instead, they just yelled it out on their own, and that was great. (laughs) Well, I'm really, I mean, I'm really excited to see what you and the other tracks are going to put on for this year. I'm so excited to tune into your fan tracks channel. I'm excited to look at your social media pages and see what you're Mm -hmm. promoting and posting. I'm really thrilled to see all of the hard work everyone is putting in. Yes, and I'm going to give you a look. Can I get, Olivia, just between you and me, can I give a little bit of a hint about something? Absolutely. You know, Eddie McClintock has been a very, very good friend to Extract many, many years. Mm -hmm. And we really love Eddie. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we also love about Eddie is every year he shows his creativity in a shirt. Yes. And I'm just going to say that people need to listen when that one is on the track feed. What color is that one? Okay, so the main feed's purple. What's the track feed color? Yellow. Yellow. You're going to want to watch that yellow one when there's the thing going on with Eddie. Just saying. Oh, my goodness. And watch our extract Facebook page. I'm both nervous and excited at the same time. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so cool. Awesome. But, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be really interesting to see. Oh, that is not good. Sorry, folks. I just turned on a lamp behind me, and that was not acceptable in this room. Um, the so, lamp yeah. is also very excited for Eddie McClintock. Yeah. The, and it was yellow. Actually, that's really funny because it is, uh, it is the lamps that you're supposed to have. So your bedroom, so it'll help you go to sleep, uh, whatever. Um, I don't know if it works or not, but it, I don't mind it. So, yeah. So I think that's really going to be fun. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see. I can't wait to see some of the talking to the artist and talking to the authors and the comics people, how those are going to go. Cause I will love listening to that because again, I don't get to really hear a lot of that at con. It's so, the, same, the same with me as you yeah. said, sort of what is my favorite thing to do around Dragon Con. I don't get to see a lot of con no. because I'm normally working the entire weekend. So mm-hmm. this is something I'm I keep saying the word excited, but I don't know the better way to explain it. This is something I'm so excited about because yes. I can see so much of con that I really have never gotten the chance to see before. 
Exactly. And I think it's so funny because as you talked about, I do try to make sure I get to the art show um, and Comic Alley because and Pop Art Comics Pop Artist Alley because that's where I buy some stuff. Um, and my husband will now, he goes, I'm not always able to get down to the dealer's room. And he'll go through the dealer's room and he'll like take pictures of things and say, okay, do you want this? And I'm like, yes. Or no, honey, we already have that one. (laughs) Yeah. And it'll be, he'll be like, oh, okay, good. I thought you had that, but I wasn't sure if, and I'm like, nope, I got it. It's okay. We're good with that. So yeah, he does that. So that's always great too. So, but Olivia, all right, let's say it one more time. Where can people find about the Dragon Awards? awards.dragoncon.org there you go top it'll say 2020 dragon award ballot so you can look through the list and see if you have anything that sort of speaks to you or something you're really excited to vote for then right Mm -hmm. next to that it says register to vote and Mm -hmm. you'll be able to fill out that form and you'll get a ballot emailed to you there you go so awesome and i did try to re-register and it said it already had my email from Mm -hmm. 2019 folks so that's good so i already have mine in there i just got to go look for it which right now i'm not at all surprised that it's there and i haven't it hasn't hit my hit me yet so (laughs) but i really want to thank olivia i really want to thank you for being on here um john was actually he did he was like i wanted to be on this one i like being on about the happy fun dragon yay awards because as always, also, as he says, and he doesn't read, but this is how he finds out about comics and, and what TV shows and movies he should watch as, as well. Because, you know, John doesn't read. He can read. He does not read. He reads tech manuals. Gotcha. Maybe that should be it. Maybe that should be something. This is next another year. category. <laughs> yeah. Best tech manual for sci fi geeks. <laughs> that. Oh boy, I bet we got a lot of coders that would find that a very interesting category. I'm I'm curious to see the entries for it. It's the same as, you know, again, I keep going back to this, but not only is it reading and watching things, you're also learning a bunch of new skills. Yeah. It's our job to educate the masses. You never know. You never know, folks. And And you could read one of these manuals and go, hey, I always wanted to code in Python. I don't even know if that's right i don't think i'm probably (laughs) saying that right but there you go all right so for john who is sick and myself lee thank you olivia for being here and everybody uh everybody else stay safe wash your hands like your grandmama's watching and you don't get dessert unless she washes she sees you doing them like really really clean and peace and bye Bye. thanks bye this was a production of the Unique Geek. Call our comment line at 8133210TUG. That's 8133210884. Email us at thegeeks at theuniquegeek.com or 50days at theuniquegeek.com. Follow the Unique Geek on Facebook and Twitter. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non Commercial Share Alike license.